Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we, your FFC hosts, count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you, as always, for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion, the normal spiel comes out right now. It is the same as always. Hit us up on Twitter, in Discord, or even email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with your suggestions. This week, with our new little guest here, Anon Pig. I don't know if I would call him little. He's kind of a big thing at this point in the lore world. <laughs> Thank he, you. Yeah, we are going to be talking about our top three things to do in video games. So, Anon, the way this thing works, we go three, everybody goes their threes, everyone does their twos, everyone does their ones. I make blue go first, guests go second, I finish it out, and it's just peachy telling stories about our favorite things in video games. You ready for this? Yeah. Awesome. Blue, you're up. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is side quests. I think it pretty much answers itself. Yeah. Like, you, side quest. Like, the main quest? It's, no. Uh-huh. Usually because by the time I get to the, like, first step of the, well, I, uh, I'll, t- I'll let me back up. It depends on the game. Like, there's okay. some games that I play that are like, no, you have to do this. And it's like, fine, I'll go do this. But then I want to come back and do this. Um which is why I prefer Bethesda titles because they're like, "Hey, here's the intro of like how to move and how to play and have fun." AKA we're not gonna, Fallout we're not, yeah. Well, Fall, oh, Fallout Three, oh man, Fallout Three. I don't think I, no, I did finish the main quest in Fallout Three. It took me like two thousand hours, but I did eventually get around to finishing <laughs> it because like I, I ran out of stuff to do, and I was like, "Oh, mine well go finish this," and then that's when I got all the DLCs for free. And I was like, oh, hey, look, more stuff to do. Um, but yeah, then Skyrim. Skyrim, I honestly, I have never finished the main quest in Skyrim uh, because the because I'm stubborn, first off. Uh-huh. Um, and second, I started playing before one of the final patches to the console game came out. And the patch that I missed or that I was playing before was the patch that fixed there was a bug in the main quest where you accidentally could kill one of the primary quest givers uh, early in the game and it wouldn't rectify that so you couldn't ever finish the second to last mission of the the pri- the main story mission um and I yeah and now I refuse because I've put like 3500 hours or 4000 hours into that file and I'm like I'm not starting over like this just not going to happen. You've never beat. No, oh no 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 no. I I've beat I've beat I beat the final dragon. Is that the main quest? I thought the main quest was the whole civil war. Oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, so I beat the final dragon. I just okay. haven't finished the civil war quest. So like the uh, the gotcha. final like the final fight between the what is it the stormcloaks and the mm-hmm. imperials. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where you're supposed to I think it's you have to get like with one of the generals to do something. Yeah, I killed that general like the second mission, like way back in the beginning of the the game. And which is which is fine if you're on like the Stormcloak path. But there's like this one cross point where you have to have him alive to do something to him. And the game was like, oh, he's dead. But instead of recognizing that he's dead because of something, it's just like, yeah, well, you can't do that. So finish this mission. That's never gonna get fit. I'm like, God bless it. It fits your style anyway. No, yeah, I, I was, I, I, yeah, no. As long as I get to kill Thalmor, we're all good. Just stand that's that's fine. Just stand outside of their emissary. Their their embassy uh-huh. is their embassy is now vacant. I have made sure of it. 
I love that quest. That was one of it. That was, anyway. Yeah, that was one of the quests that I'm like, all right, I snuck through everything. I did everything uh-huh. I was supposed to. And then I turned around and I went back in and I was like, all of you are dying. <laughs> I was like, mission accomplished. Now we go clean house. You had like the drunk guy who's like you're to the whole. Oh, yeah. 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 The, yeah. yeah. And then you like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, qu- that quest was actually really fun. That was actually a yeah. really fun one. But I, I will admit that I had more fun. Removing the threat of the Thalmor from Skyrim. Genocide. Uh, mm-hmm. so. It's not genocide <laughs> if it's in defense. Is it in defense when you're the agitator? I'm I'm defending. I Okay, you listen. You are standing listen, outside of their embassy. Listen, the Thalmor invaded. The Thalmor invaded the entirety of Skyrim so with a very, very. Yes, I am taking it upon myself. Look, have you ever seen Enemy at the Gates? Listen, this is how this works, okay? <laughs> The Germans come in, we push them back. That's how this works. The Thalmor are worse than those people, and ugh, I hate Thalmor. And all right, Anon, what is your? No- I'm just gonna let it drop there because I will defend. I will defend uh, my position. Anon, what's your third favorite thing to video game? Uh, probably like getting getting items to make whatever avatar I have look a certain like look however I want them to look. Or okay. it to look, I guess. So, like, what game is a good example? Well, I mean, obviously, Destiny's a, a great example. Like, getting getting the armor, the shaders, the etc. that makes me look a certain way. Like, in, um, in maybe, like, a, the Crash Nitro Racing, it's getting a different cart or getting a character skin. You know, just simple cosmetic stuff like nice. that. Yeah. I So, I remember, and I'm going to go back to, into Skyrim, my second amount of time I've spent in. <laughs> Um, Skyrim and like that, you always had those those armor sets, like the glass armor sets, or what were they? Obsidian? Mm-hmm. That Obsidian, the... and then glass, oh. and then Dragonbone mm-hmm. and Skyrim. Yeah, Dragonbone thing. I never mm-hmm. got a Dragonbone, but yeah, just kind of grinding to get those sets out. Yeah. That's always... Yeah, glass armor was, oh, that was great armor. So yeah, what's like... your favorite death armor set, then? I don't even know anymore. Hey. It used to very strongly be the Wrath of the Machine um, Hunter mm-hmm. set, basically mm-hmm. just top to bottom uh, that set. But now, I mean, I don't even know. I'm just really indecisive with it. I think when when Shadowkeep comes out and the Universal Ornaments are a thing, I'm going to be wearing a lot more of the. Uh, I think it's the Verdant Crown, the Eververse armor mm-hmm. set from the <clears throat> whatever the Spring event was. The I really like that set. Maybe I don't know that that new ornament gives you wings. Well, that's a that's for titans. That's true. It's the one time I've been jealous of a titan. I'm still they, not jealous of them. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that, well, yeah, you know what? That's you're also correct there too. I mean, jealous of crayon. <laughs> apparently, I mean, I crayons. Love... Apparently, crayons give you wings. Apparently, also diarrhea. But that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> This is true. So my number three is kind of similar to yours on in so much that I am a massive collector when it comes to things that don't matter in any game. And it mm-hmm. is literally I will go around and pick up flowers and items to do alchemy and oblivion and skyrim for hours like every everywhere i'm going i'm just picking up stuff all over the place just to be able to make potions or whatnot they really aren't worth anything it's not like you could sell them that much unless you but i maxed out my alchemy score first in oblivion before i maxed out any it's just i like to make potions then i also maxed out i think the cooking thing was cooking a, th- a, a thing you can max out 
Blue, are you upset with me I'm, because I do I'm, this? I'm just in shock. Like you're like the first person that I is. I'm I'm impressed. Alchemy was your first max like that, really? Yeah. Al- what well, like I think speed like the dexterity yeah. thing was like okay, okay, yeah, the first yeah, yeah. one because you run everywhere. But alchemy was the first one I that don't... I physically went to. Oblivion, I think. I don't know if I know there was a cooking mod, but I don't know. I can't remember. A, I just know it was like a thing. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Do, I don't remember if it was an actual skill set. Skills. Yeah. yeah, there's acrobats. Alchemy, I think, was the whole thing because, like, alchemy pretty much was the 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 blah, 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 cooking thing. Because, like, the fight, yeah, the fighting, no mm-hmm. acrobatics, light armor, sneak, speech, yeah, no. I think alchemy was that. The only thing that you might have been. Uh, no. Yeah, alchemy was the only one. Because you only had the 21 skills. I like like building. So when we did, uh, what was it? The Christmas event, the dawning, when we had mm-hmm. made the cookies. Made the I cookies. actually really enjoyed that. Just saying. Also, I liked bird, it because, yeah, I liked it because it actually edges. added little little things Shep- to the story. It showed like it, it showed the interaction. Face. <laughs> it showed the interaction between the NPCs, which I thought was really cool. All right, blue number twos. Uh, so it kind of ties into what I was just saying is like just kind of reading up on the in-game stories. That too, Thalm. Yeah, yeah. Just Thalmor. I'm gonna go back to that one. Freaking third Aldemari Dominion can just f off. Um, but that's actually why I like Elder Scrolls. It's because Elder Scrolls has like one of it. In my opinion, it's got one of the best in-game lore delivery systems. They actually have like actual books in the game. That you can sit down, like not only do you, not only does it appease like the collector, you know, you know, you were kind of talking about green, like because you have to go out mm-hmm. and find the books, but you can actually sit down and you can actually, and they're actually like they're actual books, and actually I think they the just I think it was last year or the year before, they actually started printing the books from Skyrim, so you can actually get anthology sets of all the books in game in real life, which is really cool. And they're really pretty. Like they are really well done as far as like actual books, but it's like, yeah, I I think, and, and the books themselves are like, they're all kind of similar to destiny. They're all written in character within the world. And they have like, you know, they have anything from like traveler's guides, which are hilarious to read because it's got like the blatant bias of the author. He's like, these people are, primitive blah 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 and it's just really fun and then they have like the 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 fiction stories and like the just like different bards uh they have different like collection of songs i'm like it's just really cool for me because it's like it gives you it gives you that that higher degree of immersion into the game world that I really, really, actually, really like doing. Blue has shelves upon shelves in the house that I built. I got in trouble. I get in trouble by my wife all the time whenever I start up Skyrim or Oblivion. Oblivion was a little bit worse because you had a little bit better control over this. Um, but I have totally been caught after three hours of playing a game organizing my house, mainly the bookshelves. Skyrim introduced the ability to like build your own house. I was like, okay, well, all the bookshelves are mine, and they are organized alphabetically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm scared to ask, but did you do the whole homesteading type thing where you have, uh, like, you found a spouse in Skyrim and everything? I never got into. So, like, here, that's the weird thing for me is like, it's it's 
No, I didn't because I don't. I I actually really can't stand companion AI in RPGs. Okay. Like they are, it actually it, it's weird. It actually breaks the immersion for me because yeah. like they are just they're so too they're like awkward. every everything else in the game. Like this is this is like a weird thing. Like everything else in the game is like super robust and super like depth and all this stuff. And then these companion AIs are like. I have to go open the door. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, get get out. Go away. Like, just go. Just go. Sit. Just sit. like, yeah, just sit. Stay like, there. Stay Skyrim, there. Skyrim did a, a better job with it because they actually, like, you can, I think in the base game, there was, like, the ability to get a, was it a, oh, yeah, because it was the, the house, the house Jarl or whatever. Like, they Alia? actually would go, Alia? yeah. Well, because you could do different ones, like depending on which yeah. city you're in, you could get different ones and they would actually go out and like do stuff like they would actually go out and there like there was one that was a merchant and she would go out mm-hmm. and sell stuff. And then it's like every time you talk to her, she's like, here's two gold coin. I'm like, uh, OK, good job. I've been gone for six months and that's all. Yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> like whatever. She's your shop's doing. Your, yeah, your shop is long. doing so great. I'm like, whatever. But I was so I mean at least they had some, but like in Oblivion it was horrible like horrible just so 2D um but yeah it's hard to make a companion Oh no no I I that's that's not a I'm that's sure. not a dig at the developers like the companion AI yeah. I just it's it's one of those things where it's like it it when when like RPGs especially like it's the same same problem I couldn't get into Fallout 4 is because it's freaking dog meat like just don't just stop you're getting yourself killed and then you feel bad because mm-hmm. the stupid dog's like i'm gonna go kill mole rats it's like no don't <sighs> dog meat the side yeah it's just like just i'm gonna let you die this time and i'm not gonna gosh now i feel bad because you got eaten by a... by a mole <laughs> yeah oh screwball <laughs> blew the hermit leave me with my books <laughs> yes he is he is the asher mirror dude you're not i'm not joking there is a awesome how uh homestead area in skyrim that actually is like in the middle of a swamp and it's like one of the biggest plots of land that you can get it's really cool but yes blue is shrek confirmed totally oh, totally okay with that <laughs> we're onions okay we're onions layers onions. <laughs> you make people cry that too <laughs> layers uh, okay anon save us from the onion metaphor please what's your number two um I'd, I'd have to say, like, uh, <clears throat> really just the world design, like, looking at the world design, it's like, you know, exploring, I guess, in, in any open world game. Are you doing, like, breaking the game, like, going into, um, like, I used to in everything? D1. Oh, yeah. In D1, I would try to break out of every map and all that. In D2, I, I haven't, because I think probably the main reason I don't anymore is that Sparrow glitch, where you can, like, put it against the wall and just get out super easy <laughs> like if it takes more effort than that it's it i've i've already it's too much for me already yeah, or, so... or the uh remember the black garden one yeah you, you can yeah. just walk out <laughs> yeah. you just left the giant hole. done i'm just leaving it's like no that's not okay <laughs> i think my favorite one was the one you could do on the strike in d1 where it was the it was a rasputin strike saber too Yes, where you went up against the rock and you just stood underneath the um the war set, yeah, the war set to finish it. You could solo that strike because that that encounter was insane. It was pretty rough when you were under. Yeah, I haven't. Does anybody still do videos on that? Because I don't even know if 
any areas to glitch out of. And yeah, uh, people have gotten on IO to the new uh, the new strike. Oh, basically okay. anytime anytime there's a new strike coming in the game someone has already been in there interesting i know you, there used to be a way to get ada before ada opened up i remember that one yeah all in the annex you can get there before before the annex was first open you were able to get into the annex just yeah. how people find like yeah did you that's... like look up ways to do this or did you try to find a way i would just uh try to find it on my own like when i was bored in destiny and i would just you know glitch out of the map um I wasn't really trying to find anything. I was just doing it because I was bored and it was cool to, you know, be out of the map and just jump around and do stuff like um, the the restorative mind before that one came. Was that in Rise of Iron or Taken King? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Before that one came out, I was in that strike multiple nice. times just just messing around in there because it, like when I found out that you can get there, I was like, all right, well, I'm getting there. There was a way to glitch out during, um, you can glitch out of that map when we were in Old yeah, Retro again. Yeah, the top again. half, yeah. above, the, uh, above the Archon's Forge entrance. Uh-huh, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. That one was fun to do. I, I only did it a few different times, but it really, like you said, it was a lot easier in D1 to break out of the maps than it is in yeah. D1. They, they made, they, they, I mean, they, they just upped their game, really. Because it was, yeah. I think the main reason it was so easy was the Sparrow glitch, that you were just right. able to literally pass through solid walls. The only one I know that is kind of a glitch is in Riven. On one of the sides, Riven doesn't <laughs> yes. show up. Yeah. yeah, you can run into the wall. Um, yeah. It'll send you back to the top. Yep. Yeah, that's the only one I know about that like I've used multiple at this point. But, like it's an actual. Use. I know that we're, one because that's the one they showed me when I ran <laughs> when I ran with. They're like, just run into this corner. What does this do? Just run into this corner. <laughs> okay. Riven's a good example of um, my my number two, just like world design. Uh, is I think it's before it's between the vault and Riven, where you're just going through more of of mm-hmm. that whole temple whatever it is and you see the biomes of like nessus and mercury and and pre pre pre-collapsed mercury too not just mercury how it is that is a real i think the few times i've gone in with cole she and i get stuck in there and everyone just drags us forward or just looking at different trees like the tree things Mm -hmm. in the in the yeah Yeah. that's actually is my number two in a very similar way it's (laughs) i turn off my hud though and i walk around destiny I'd, I, I'd, I'd be so screwed. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's terrible. I die all the time. Like, I can't do strikes and stuff that way. But if I'm in just, like, a public area, I'll turn off my HUD and just run without it. And it's it's a lot of fun. And I'm sure I'm going to get a little grief about this because this is something I've started recently. Just because you get really bored because everything's easy in public events. It's a nice new challenge to try to do public events without a HUD. Because mm-hmm. reload. You got to count your bullets. Know your, know your gun. Know your it's, gun. With sweet business, it's it's really difficult. Oh, I I never use that gun. Um, I think maybe I used it to get breakneck, but that was. It's just like when you're when you're trying to count. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. Mm-hmm. You just you just have to know how long it takes. Just count yeah. seconds at that point, right? Yeah. All right, blue. Up to number ones. Well, my number one is actually the same as your guys's number two. Uh, oh really? Especially yeah, like especially with uh, Skyrim. Uh, the Elder Scrolls in general, like just going out, and and this is actually the one of the reasons I really like No Man's Sky, 
is because the game is pretty much all of this. But just like throwing yourself into the middle of nowhere and just kind of just wandering, just completely not like just aimlessly just kind of discovering things within the game world is like in in like No Man's Sky is really cool because it's all randomly generated. It's like, you know, kind of RNG generated. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Skyrim, though, it's like you get you there's there's so many like random little things in Skyrim that they, you know, that the developers purposely put but they don't tell anybody about like there's like the little Easter eggs that are all over the place. And it's just really cool to see, um, to see like to find them and to, to you know, discover something like they had, uh, one of the, one of the recent patches. Cause like with Skyrim now you, uh, you can put, uh, mods on the consoles, which is really cool. But yes. one of the mods that they gave for Skyrim that was really, really fun is it added holidays into the game. And so, oh, really? like, it actually calculates. Oh yeah, one. yeah. It's it's. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. But what's really cool is like, there's this one hall. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's based off the magic solstice. Uh, is inside the the game calendar, and if you can find, if you like time it correctly, you can actually find a event that is like it's not it's not a fighting event, it's not a combat event, it's actually a celebration of all the magical like monsters. And you can mm-hmm. you can watch this whole thing where it's like you have like the the Adonox, the the different uh, fire uh, fire elementals, like all the elementals have summoned themselves and are like celebrating this thing out in the middle of nowhere. And it's like it's just like this completely random thing that they they built into it. Uh, another one that they did was there was a really prominent member of the the Elder Scrolls community who passed away, and one of the official mods they actually built a shrine for him and put it in the map and they didn't mark it they didn't do anything but they like they sold they told a a few people who were really close to him and they that's now memorialized he's now memorialized in the game it's an official like mod to everything it's just like that type of stuff is like really cool to kind of come across because you're like what is this and then you go you know you go research it or whatever and you're like oh my gosh this is like there's an actual explanation to all this random stuff inside especially especially elder scrolls they do that a lot um no man's sky they do that with like the uh the whole thing of the monoliths where you can learn things and they get challenged with riddles and stuff like that and it's really cool also um like exploring the wor- the different worlds that you discover and stuff like that i find is just it's just fascinating to see you how it all comes together. I kind of have that. I wish they yes. would. I miss the fact that they, they haven't really added any in a long, long time. Yeah, I keep I'm catching such myself. I'm a fan of Scannables. I'm, I'm, I keep catching myself, like, looking for them every time I go into a different level that I haven't been in. Like, so, I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's got to be something. No. <laughs> I learned a new thing about one of the Scannables on Nessus, which... If you're going to Artifact's Edge and you go left, instead of like going towards the forges, go the opposite direction. That first scannable on that en route to the next area, it's um, a conflux. I never play Exos. I didn't realize oh, that it yeah. shuts the Exo yeah. off. Like it, I didn't, like Cole showed it to me the other day because she's never heard the other lines. Right. Because I only heard the line about Exos. That's that's why I don't like the scannables because they're, it's almost like they're they're purposefully misleading to certain people where it's like if you're not playing either if you are or you're not playing as an exo and that's a great example Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow vex confluxes have exo markings on it and it's like what 
But then if you're playing as the other one, it's like, oh, yeah, Cade was messing around with this. Oh, yeah. well, that completely devalues what the first one almost well, that's said. Like, that's also like the veteran dialogue. <laughs> yeah, some, exactly. Some, some, of, them, some of them will do that. I remember when I learned that, I was like, oh, no, because I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, God, worst case, every single one of them is going to be, you know, worst case scenario, we have a different one for every race, every like veteran, non-veteran, yeah. I'm like, oh, my head hurts. Mm-hmm. I just think it's I just think it's too much. It it causes confusion, especially in the community, like mm-hmm. among different people who are like, "This is what it says. This is what it potentially means." I can appreciate their attempt at making it mean something to people who are veterans who have played the game and would understand the references that they're making. Mm. As I understand, like the desire to do that to be immersive like that. It I just think yeah. the. It was a really huge undertaking that became confusing to the rest of us. Um, Anon, what's your number? Since we're kind of throwing up the last little bits of things. Um, my number one is absolutely just like achieving a power fantasy. Like of whatever the power fantasy I'm going for in the game is. Mm-hmm. Like just getting to that point where I, I, I feel extremely powerful within the game. And I can do whatever it is I'm setting out to do. Is that by doing in-game content specifically with like well, a class that you're working towards, or how do, how do you? Accomplish? So like in Destiny, part of my my power fantasy recently, like in in PvP, it's been um, using Middle Tree uh, Night Stalker. So I have mm-hmm. the uh, flawless execution, going invisible, getting to see everyone through the map and stuff, and. <clears throat> That's going to be getting nerfed, so yeah. it's kind of like my power fantasy is getting getting nerfed there. So like I'll I'll go back to like hopefully uh, Golden Gun will get a, a buff. If not, I might actually just try out uh, Bottom Tree Night Stalker and Stalker. see like how that works. And where it would be about using my grenade to get my melee to get my grenade to get my melee to get my grenade, mm-hmm. etc. Back and forth. Um, Have you tried the Arc Strider combo with Wire Hand? Like in PvP or in general? In PvE, it's harder to accommodate yeah. having people. Yeah, I just got a uh, one-two punch, uh, last man standing, and I also nice. got a swashbuckler, uh, mm-hmm. last man standing. So I've I've been meaning to try it, but I d- I just haven't yet because I've been extremely focused on getting uh, Redrick's broadsword before the season ends. If you get a chance to go into Shattered Throne, the mm-hmm. ogre area, the mm-hmm. the big big boss fight one hates that's yeah, actually the hardest dishes. encounter in the stupid dungeon. Mm-hmm. You can do that entire thing with Liar's Handshake and Arc Strider, the shoddy. That's yeah, awesome. It's do amazing. It, do it before the update because that's getting nerfed. I know yeah, the one two punches, but well, I mean, it's the synergy between one two punch and combination blow is what's yeah. getting nerfed because they called out that that exact encounter. <laughs> it was it was you could solo it well, as they, a hunter. They, like it's really hard to solo that in general, but yeah. as a hunter, you're so stinking squishy. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially now with um, the lack of auto reload, that's what really made it. Yeah. I guess if you're if you're trying to solo Shattered Throne, you need to do it before Shadow Keep drops because it's going to get a lot harder for you. All right. So my number one personal is trying to beat an encounter without active enemies' attacks. The only game I've been able to do this completely in blue kind of probably already know the story. It's how I beat the main story. And I did had you, did five. Did you do Batman? Did you do the Batman challenge? What's the Batman? Go through the entire game without killing anybody. Oh no, I didn't do that. I wasn't. That's I, no, insane. I was insane. 
I was the jerk that literally just made myself completely invisible because the AIs <laughs> wouldn't recognize you if you were completely invisible, even what if was you that? hit them. <laughs> yep. I was that person who sniped everything with a bow all the way through Oblivion. Just, I was so under level when I beat that game because I had five ring of invisibility, which Yay! gave you 20%. It was amazing. That was my power fantasy of just having ultimate power of being able to affect the world without the world effect. Anyway, that was, um, sniping in a game in general, though, is a lot of fun. Standing back and knowing the thrall aren't going to walk through the door because apparently there's a barrier there for them unless you're close. It's just knowing where the AI knows you have a sniper. Not going through that door. <laughs> we don't we don't peak sniper lanes. Yeah. Acolytes smarter than have, the players. Have third eye. They know exactly. Anyway, that is our top three for this week, guys. Thank you guys for listening and joining in with us. Thank you for live chat for kind of giving us your your top threes as we're going along and giving us a little grief for some of the different things we've got going. But next week we'll have another one of these. And as always, remember everybody loves a list. <laughs>